Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is the Wesson Walker Show. And a moral lesson is told at the end of each episode. One notable episode is one called The Price, in which a boy buys a drug called Spin. He was smoking that Spin. It's Wes. Becomes addicted to it and dies of an overdose. We need oh, no. more cartoons like that these days for these badass. And Walker. Will these kids die of drugs? Yes, yeah, so they can Sounds learn their lesson visible. and know not to do it. If somebody fictional dies, they'll learn not to do it in okay. non-fiction. You know what I'm saying? And for that it. reason, Marshall Bravestar, Tech Tex, New Texas is straight. Fire! I had the action figure, Bravestar, but my mom wouldn't let me get Tex hat. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Oh, come on, Mom. Why didn't you do that? You said it was too demonic. Well, maybe it's because a kid died of drugs. are good on a war cry wednesday hopefully they're good for you too it's weston walker two o'clock sports radio 92.7 wfnz big shout out a happy birthday to lil wayne maybe play some bumper music from wheezy a little <laughs> bit later let me tell you wheezy when i was growing up back in my day when i was in high school from 2007 <laughs> to 2011 it was lil wayne that hot dog, bumping. hot dog, hot diggity dog. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> I hit the wrong drop. I was going for Oh, this. people forget. Back in my day. There you go. <laughs> I know. Let me tell you about my day and age, folks. Yes, that was when Carter 3 came out, I believe, what, like 07, West, Something like that, yeah. So that was right when I was starting high school. And then No Ceilings. Everybody was bumping that mixtape constantly, no matter whose car you got in. They were bumping mix. They were bumping no ceilings. Little Wayne dominated the the musical part of my high school life. I mean, he had one of, in my opinion, one of the three, four greatest runs in hip hop. Where when he started that, it hit with Carter two, and then it lasted through about Carter five. I want to say where he was just the hottest thing on earth, and then he's still fairly consistent. But man, that run that he had, because once he opened up the door and became a new and improved Wayne on the first Carter. Then from Carter 2, Carter 3, Carter 4, it was just lights out, man. He had it on lock. You have it lasting longer than I do. I have it maybe even starting a little bit earlier. But I don't think it lasted until Carter 5. I think it fell off at that point. I liked Carter 4. Yeah, I'll say Carter 4. I think Carter 4, I liked it more than a lot of people did. But Mm -hmm. I think that's when people started to jump off just how popular. Because that's when Drake is starting to take over. Right? Like in that Carter 4 range, 2011, Drake is starting to take over. That he signed. That's right. Yeah. And so especially just being a part of that label. Speaking of Drake, I don't know if anybody went to the concert. You can text us. How was it? 704-570-9610. I know we had some comments about the Charlotte Hornets that Drake and J. Cole are cooking up something special for Charlotte. Oh, yeah. That was a comment that was uttered by Drake. Uh, I also saw, too, I put in our group chat that he is uh, launching a line with his OVO brand with the uh, NCAA limited edition clothing, and I was going to ask Joshua 
Fitty Marlowe, was he going to be interested in the Carolina jacket that uh, Drake has for OVO? That would be uh, kind of I can't wait for this answer. Wear that. Yeah, there's there's no chance. <laughs> <laughs> that that man sides with John Calipari in Kentucky. He's yeah. the enemy. He sides with the winner. All North Carolina does is to they need to win a championship, and then Drake will embrace the heels. I mean, the jacket is kind of fire, Fitty. I ain't going to lie, man. That, that would uh, look pretty good. Okay, get it for me for Christmas. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 704 <laughs> yeah that's gonna be a lot 704 wrote in that man Lil Wayne was on every song and that's when music was so much better yeah I guess that's everybody's opinion but it was fun for me big time nostalgia and speaking of the bump that we came back with it's a great line in show history he was smoking that spin yep 704 Adam in Union County said Kai Jones needs to quit smoking that spin <laughs> clown show and with nice. that and with that, we bring you the live wire from one Josh Fiddy Marlowe. Live wires on the team. Connect. Get respect for their realness. I know you feel this. The east and the west. Up north to the down south. Live wires connect. Hmm. Interesting comment from Frank Reich about the health of Bryce Young. We know he's going to practice today or is practicing. We don't know how much or how little, but the head coach of the Carolina Panthers said he does not need to be 100% to play on Sunday. We're going to get to the point here in the year where there's probably few players that are 100% anymore. So, it, you know, it doesn't have to be 100%, you know, but he just needs to be able to function and play, you know, winning football. Um, and again, that will come down to asking him how he feels, watching him on the practice field, talking to the doctors and trainers, looking at, you know, how his ankle responds. I'm not fretting over it. You know, it, it's going to play itself out, and we're confident however it plays itself out. I mean, this is the life of an NFL player. People say that they want to see Bryce maybe sit until the line gets it together, things of that nature. But listen, even if he isn't 100%, if he's good enough to go, he needs to go. This is life in the NFL. Nobody's going to be 100%. Uh, at all, especially after the first game. Hell, after the first training camp practice with pads, you're no longer 100%. So he needs to get out there and play if he's capable of uh, walking and chewing gum and can jog just a little bit. Get out there and play some ball. If he can't walk and chew gum, that's when it's okay to talk about drafting a second-round QB. Perhaps. But I think he can. And I like Frank Reich's comment. It does bring up the conspiracy conversation that we had when we got the news that he was hurt last week. I think it's true that Bryce Young was hurt. I think it's true that they wanted to have a reset. They took the injury as a opportunity to reset what Bryce Young was doing. It wasn't a good first two games. You wanted to see if the offensive line could put together a better performance. They didn't. But Bryce Young is now healthy enough, I think, to where you'll put him out there on the football field. And even if he's not 100%, hopefully you can have enough of a reset to where it looks better against Minnesota than it did the first two weeks. We'll see if he's able to go. What's next on your list, Vinny? Want to stick with some uh, Frank Wright comments from today because it is a turn-the-page Wednesday where we are now moving on to the Minnesota Vikings. And the head coach said, look, if they keep blitzing like they have been, we can't expose them for big gains. It can be harder to game plan, but you're also excited about opportunities because when you go up against these teams, there's a chance if he blitzes like he has done in the past, um, and it's a lot if it's one of those games, then they're going to get us on one or two plays, more than likely. I mean, I, you know, I doubt we're going to be perfect on every play, um, That although that is the goal. But they'll get you for one or two plays. But when, you know, typically this is for any defense like this, but, you know, you do that and we should, 
in theory, get some big plays off of it. You know, if we're doing our job right, if we're prepared right, if we execute right, we should get some big plays and we should feel comfortable about that exchange. Well, right now, I mean, this defense, yes, they can blitz all they want, but it isn't affecting much. They're tied for 21st in the NFL in sacks per game. So this defense, yeah, they're bringing a lot of heat. And yes, I know you don't always have to get a sack for it to matter. But uh, this is a defense that with the numbers that we're seeing being in the bottom rungs of the league as far as total defense is concerned, giving up 27 points per game, the blitzes aren't working, homie. So uh, there should be plenty of plays to be made on a team when they blitz. And I think Bryce Young will have a chance to show off his football acumen being able to uh, anticipate some of these blitzes that will come and make them pay for it. You know who's been really good in pass blocking reps? Even if you have a small sample size, Chuba Hubbard has been excellent. Go to week one. If you care about the grading style and just three pass blocking snap counts for him, he did have an 81.4 grade. If you go to week two for Chuba Hubbard, another good job of picking up the blitz in four pass blocking snaps, 80 grade. If you look at this past week, in a game where you got a zero from Chandler Zavala on 14 pressures, Taylor Moten's grade is brought down because of a couple of boneheaded penalties, and we know Icky and what he did drawing the yellow flag a couple of times. When it comes to pass blocking, Chuba Hubbard got up there in the top three. He's been in the top three every single week and was number one in the last two. So I'm interested. Is this a game where maybe Chuba plays a little more than Miles Sanders because he's been good at picking up some of those blitzes and allowing in Andy Dalton? Remember, the one sack was on a blitz from Seattle, but it was because Chandler Savala allowed his guy to get through anyway, and Chuba Hubbard actually picked up the blitz. It wasn't because of that that Andy Dalton went down. It was because Chandler Zavala allowed another pressure and somebody to get home. Interesting to watch with Tuba. That's how you get on the football field, Wes. Even if you do hand out the biggest contract to a running back this past offseason, Tuba able to get on the football field a little more so because he's able to pick up some protection assignments. Certainly something to watch. I feel like in obvious passing situations, will we indeed see Tuba in there uh, blocking for Bryce Young? So I think that that's going to be uh, an element of this football game that will warrant attention. Problem is, he's not as good of a pass catcher as Miles, in my opinion. So that's tough. You wish... Both of those skill sets were combined in one player, but at least Chuba is protecting whoever the QB is. That's a good thing. What else you got for us, Fiddy? All right, we're going to keep it with the pro teams and the Quincy, but we're going to transition to the Charlotte Hornets, who had their annual uh, luncheon yesterday, and Walker was upset he did not get a free meal. Uh, I know, that was Roosters Uptown, too. That would have been good. Never, Never been. even heard of it. Yeah, well. It's a restaurant. It's pretty good. I wish I would have gotten that meal. Yeah, I bet you did. Um, let's get, let's get some takeaways from yesterday's luncheon. Looks like Kai Jones. Uh, there is going to be a potential absence uh, from the team when training camp opens next week. They've had some individual organized practice where he hasn't been a part of in the last week or so. So the the future of Kai Jones and the purple and teal, as you could imagine, after his uh, recent actions on social media, very much in doubt as we get closer and closer to the season starting. It was one of the top questions we wanted to ask Steve Clifford. He was asked that Steve Reed put out there on Twitter of the AP. He said Steve Clifford wasn't going to comment on the Kai Jones situation after the bizarre behavior on social media. It's a matter of that being handled internally. What he did say about Kai Jones, though, is that he has not been participating in volunteer 
voluntary team workouts. There is clearly some concern there. It's unclear right now if Kai Jones will participate in training camp. Those tweets again coming from Steve Reed at the coaches luncheon. Not surprised by this. Kai Jones on it's every day, every single day. (laughs) He is going to put out a video of him dancing. A video of him with a rap song. That's not even really the problematic stuff. And he's asking for smoke, too, at uh, pickup court. He is indeed. Kyle tried to send me out yesterday. That would have been been fire. You should have went for the show, man. You should have sent him the clip of you dunking on a six-foot goal and said, do you want the business, Kai? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I wish you would have done. But it's the Kai Jones calling out of Nick Richards when asked by a fan. Like, some of these... Comments that are really nonsense. You don't have to address them. And then he's giving you specific things as to why he's better than a Mark Williams, than a Nick Richards. And it didn't even stop there. Telling you that he could cook prime diesel, as in Shaquille Diesel O'Neal. Clown show. He's not participating right now. If he misses training camp, that's going to be one that is uh, that's going to show how big of a problem it is. Voluntary workouts okay, but if you miss training camp, that's going to be a big deal. No question about it, man. And so they're not telling you the reasons why because there's no injury to be reported. So we know that it's been going off of the behavior that's been happening. And so I wonder what they're going to do with him because they've been more than patient with him. They're, they're continuing to keep him uh, in the stable, and they want to see him realize his potential but the stuff that he's doing off the court man it's just unexplainable and don't know how that's going to translate to him having success on the court success the other real quick notes from that luncheon steve reed tweeted out that steve clifford said cody martin will be limited to start training camp bryce mcgowan's recently sprained an ankle so he'll be out for a little bit mark williams he's healed from his thumb injury and he'll be able to practice the big note there is cody martin just we could never get him healthy. Cody Martin, within a minute's worth of time last year in the season opener, goes down, comes back for like six games, and that's it. It looks like there's some real concern after Cody Martin signs a three-year deal worth seven and a half, eight and a half million dollars. Wes, man, if this guy's not ready to go at the beginning of the season, no bueno, as my friend not on Twitter put it. No question, and we want to see him out there. We know how much he means to the Hornets as a three and D guy, man. Before he got hurt, he was. Uh, pushing career highs in three-point percentage, and he was the quintessential 3-and-D guy for this Hornets team, and so he will be greatly missed if he's not able to start the season. All right, and uh, final thing here, he did also say that Brandon Miller has been doing a good job of picking things up. He's a quick learner. Uh, Steve Clifford said he's a throwback player, so good signs all around for one Brandon Miller. You want to get to one other soundbite before we move on here, Fiddy, or are you done for the day with your live wire segment? No, there's one There's one thing. I, I know the text line doesn't really care to, for us to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. They actually do. That's why it's probably the biggest trending story in sports right now. Oh, no, I, oh, I, I'm here for it yeah, because hey. I'm, I'm coming around on the conspiracy theory that they're, no, that they're not actually dating. And, Wes, one of our favorite ESPN anchors, Al Duncan, mm-hmm. she kind of posed this on her own show yesterday. It's a stunt. It's a stunt. And there was nothing more clear than it was a stunt than watching them leave the arena together. He looked nervous. (laughs) He looked like he had zero game. It was the most platonic walk of all time. That's all I kept thinking when they were walking by. Platonic. He's never Hmm. touched that woman. Whoa. They're not dating. This is a stunt. Now, when I said... He does not know that woman. He doesn't know that woman. Okay, maybe he does. Apparently, he does. They're not dating. The most private, the most private 
pop star we've ever seen in terms of celebrities. We never find out who she's dating until she writes about them years later. And I'm supposed to believe that she's got a real thing brewing after what I saw on Sunday? Lies. No. No. <laughs> I will die on this hill. They are not dating. I think she's right. I think this is just all a a publicity stunt. They're not together. This <laughs> is the conviction in his voice. My thing is, now I know Travis Kelsey has gained a lot already from his relationship with her. So is it, we see him on so many commercials. We've seen him do SNL. Is this a move that's going to take him to the next level? Because it doesn't do much for her. That's the only thing that I think about as far as debunking this. It does nothing for Taylor Swift to date Travis Kelsey because in her world, Travis Kelsey's just a guy. Like, to her fans, they're buying his jersey, sure, and things of that nature. But he doesn't elevate her one bit. So I would just wonder, as far as Travis Kelsey, would this be something that they're doing to beef up uh, his stock and to make his celebrity that much bigger? Yeah, he's a chief. But Taylor Swift, to her, she thought he was just a jag. Right. Come on. I like oh it. Come on. Boom. Come on. Boom. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> That's going to be the question of the day on social media, too. Is the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey deal a publicity stunt? Go in and chime in. WFNZ, Weston <laughs> Walker page, all that stuff. All right. What if this is... I can even go down a further a, a further little path. What if Mahomes went to her and was like, Hey, man, oh. you got to take pressure off me and Brittany. Because <laughs> what... Uh, cause, my thing is, too, the conspiracy theory deal. Real like quick you were before, gargling Clorox right there. We go to break. <laughs> like, what do you feel like is the motive here if it is a publicity stunt? Taylor Swift doesn't have anything on the horizon. She just dropped an album a couple months ago. She has nothing to sell us. Like, what's the end game here if it is a publicity stunt? Fiddy, do you have a theory about that? I was going to say... Yeah, so uh, he starts smiling. I know he's going to start <laughs> BSing well, I mean, around. Like, no, I definitely have an answer. I just don't know if I could say it. We're 17 minutes past the hour. <laughs> we need to move on for a lot of different reasons. We should have dismounted with my excellent joke. But instead, we had to hear Fiddy go through what I have to imagine was a really painful impression that you gave of Pat Mahomes. <laughs> a couple more segments to go. It's Wesson Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Cheeseburgers are on sale, Fitty. I'm just so <laughs> I'm just so mad this didn't happen during the live wire, but uh, it's finally happened. The Portland Trailblazers they've traded away star guard Damian Lillard. He's going not to South Beach, but to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He's team he's teaming up with Giannis in the box. Woo! Big 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 trades. Nice jolt 
to the NBA season that is right around the corner. The Bucks and my favorite are the Bucks, in my opinion, are the clear favorite in the East now. This is going to be fantastic. Giannis has got his guy. He's like, yes, I got Damian Lillard. Nobody stop me now. All right, so Woj reports <laughs> the Trailblazers trade Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. The Damian Lillard trade saga is officially over. Here are the details. Woj reports that Lillard will go to Milwaukee as part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, a 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first, and an unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and 2030 to the Blazers. Phoenix, also a part of the deal in giving up DeAndre Ayton, will land Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Grayson Allen, surprise, taking another trip. But um, let's move on. Let's go to also Woj reporting that the Blazers remain engaged elsewhere on deals and are expected to immediately engage contending teams on trade talks to move Drew Holiday. Portland ah. Portland is committed to its young group of talented guards. To so just to put a bow on this, to put it simply, the Bucks get Damian Lillard, the Suns get Nurkic, Keon Johnson, Nas Little, Grayson Allen, and the Blazers are getting DeAndre Ayton on top of some first round picks from Milwaukee and Portland while also getting Drew Holiday, they're looking to move off of the veteran point guard. With all that being said, what are some of your thoughts there? You think Milwaukee is the favorite now after trading for Damian Lillard, teaming him up with Giannis? What do you think about the Phoenix Suns landing the guys that they did? Mm -hmm. DeAndre Ayton going to Portland. What do you make of some of the other details? Uh, I just think for Giannis, I'm happy for him, man, because in the era of load management and stars kind of, Treating things and 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 taking it for granted, so to speak, on a lot of nights, man. Giannis is the guy that gives you 150 percent every single night, and all he wants is a guy that he feels like he can win with. Then I'm thinking about this court spacing now with Damian Lillard out there on the floor with him. Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis still in the building, so Giannis is gonna have a field day. Those those stat lines that he puts up are just going to continue to be 30 plus 15, 20 boards. I mean, he's going to be just very hard to stop now with Damian Lillard roaming around out there on the outside. And Jeru Holiday was a pretty good shooter as well. Don't let me take that from him. Uh, as far as Portland's deal, it looks like they're still trying to figure some things out. They've got some good young pieces. Getting DeAndre Ayton to me, he'll finally get a chance to uh, have his squad, I guess, or be if not the lead dog, one of the lead dogs. So it'll be interesting to see what type of numbers that he can put up with him being a top option now. And then uh, when you talk about Phoenix, I like what they did. If Nurkic can just stay healthy, we know he's a quality big, nice and rugged uh, for this team, way more rugged than DeAndre Ayton is. Grayson Allen, I feel like also is a nice pick, kind of 3 and D type of guy for the Suns to have. Uh, so this is a great, great trade. Definitely gave me a jolt of excitement for the NBA season. Yeah. So, okay. I, lots of interesting stuff to get to. If we get to the Milwaukee portion of this, boy, Milwaukee felt that pressure from Giannis. Oh yeah. Giannis was talking about how he wants to stay in Milwaukee as long as they continue to do the right things to go after another championship. They got one that gives you a cushion, but think about how painful the exits have been before and after the championship that they won against Phoenix just a couple of years ago. You know, getting bounced by Miami this season, awful loss. Like, we're running around and we're panicking 
because of the way that we lost. It's that bad, especially with Giannis agreeing to that contract extension. And you're dealing with something a lot less impactful. But Joel Embiid is putting the pressure on Philadelphia right now. Giannis was in that neighborhood, but not quite that big of a deal. Milwaukee makes sure they don't get that down that bad. So they trade for Damian Lillard and try to send a jolt of energy, as you mentioned, within the Bucks organization. If you look at the Blazers, the Blazers are now full go with Scoot Henderson. They've got Shaden Sharp. That's going to be your backcourt. They trade for a talented frontcourt player in DeAndre Ayton, who just continued to not get along with whoever was running things with Phoenix. So now that saga is finally over. DeAndre now goes to Portland, and they're looking to trade Drew Holiday, which is a... I think he's a really good player. Like... Drew Holiday, to me, having only made one all-star team ever, and it was this past season, this is a man that has shot nothing below 38% from three the last three seasons, 50% from the field, close to the last three years, and as good a defensive backcourt player in the NBA. Makes it hell to dribble up the court against him and try to take him off of the dribble. It'll be interesting. Like that kind of sucks for Milwaukee to lose, but you got to give something up in order to go get Damian That's Lillard. Wow, he's been in the league fourteen seasons. It, he was the trade that sent the Philadelphia 76ers on the process. Mm-hmm. Once they traded him, it was the process 76ers. And finally, we get to the Suns. What was their end doing? What was their? I should you know what was the thing that didn't allow them to continue to go on into the postseason? Lack of depth. I, lack of depth. So they went out and they picked up quite a few players. I think Keon Johnson is the biggest player that they picked up in this deal. Nurkic is, you know, he's not been the same since that injury. He was pretty bad in Portland the last couple of seasons. Plus, he can't stay healthy. But he's a big body. DeAndre Ayton just never bought into what he needed to be for that Phoenix team. If Nurkic can, if he can get more athletic, if he can start to play better like he did pre some of those injuries, then that'll be a decent pickup. I'm very interested in Keon Johnson and Grayson Allen, though. I was going to ask you, what do you like about Keon Johnson? Because to his point in his career, he's yet to have that breakout season. So uh, let the NBA folks out there know, man, show that basketball IQ off. What What do you like a lot about Keon Johnson? Well, Keon, despite not playing you know, well enough in order to – oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. You know what? I was thinking Keldon Johnson. Ah. Keldon Johnson would have been a different name for me. Keon Johnson, he's just a a hopeful reclamation project for them. Loved him in the draft. Crazy athlete. Hasn't shot well. Thought he had a nice mid-range game at Tennessee when he was coming out of the draft. I ranked him pretty high. That's one that didn't go well for me. I thought it was Keldon. I was like, oh, they got Keldon in this deal? Where are the Spurs? (laughs) But no, Keon Johnson, I apologize. Still... A nice enough player that I was intrigued by in the draft. Maybe there's something there for him to pick up on in Phoenix. But really, it's Nurkic for some front court. Nasir Little, they liked him in Portland. So we'll see if Nas can bring you something. Grayson Allen bringing some some you know some trustworthy backcourt play as well for Phoenix. And Nurkic is still giving you some 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 quality minutes because I remember a couple of years ago he came through and gave the Hornets the business. Yep. But uh, I he mean, thirteen center. points, nine boards. He shot fifty one percent, thirty six percent from three. Man, so he's a guy that when he gets on one on certain nights, he can still be productive. Obviously, those numbers will go down uh, playing with Phoenix. But this is a guy that. Now his focus turns to the boards. Like that's really all you need with Bill and yeah. Durant and Booker. Hit the boards. Not to mention, uh, just wanted to throw in as a quick aside, Devin Booker might have the worst 
uh, first shoe that I've ever seen for a player. It is awful. <laughs> if you have not seen a Devin Booker signature sneaker that dropped, uh, it's not in storage yet, I don't think, but it's trash. So hopefully they play better than his sneakers are. But uh, I've always kind of been a, a Nurkic fan, even though when LeBron put him um, – on that post of that year. Who could forget that, man? But a career 12.9 board guy, 50% from the field. So we'll see what he's uh, going to offer them as well. But I think this is a good trade on a lot of different levels for each team involved. Yeah, monster, monster trade, monster surprise monster. heading into the season. We all thought Damian Lillard was going to go to Miami, which is another team that we should bring up. Because Damian Lillard, <laughs> through his agents, it became a bleep show on Twitter where... All the information, whoever was controlling it, Damian Lillard's party and his representatives, Portland's representatives, Damian said he's not he's going to make it hard on whatever team that trades for him. Who's not Miami? If it's not Miami, he might not show up to camp, whatever, things like that. You have to think Damian signs off on this deal. You know, if you're going to Milwaukee, teaming up with Giannis to go after a championship. What more could he ask for? uh, Well, nicer weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so, Dame wants a title, man. What more could he? I mean, he played in Portland, for God's sake. Sure. So so Damian Lillard signs off on this. But now with Miami not landing Damian Lillard, I saw Smoke, our buddy Smoke Ludwig. Uh-oh. He was Well, he was just happy that Miami and Pat Riley didn't get what they wanted again. Because <laughs> they've been able to wave a magic wand and continue to stay up at the top of the NBA, despite being in cap hell finagling the system in order to get a Jimmy Butler and continue to be competitive. It's been impressive, but they were not able to do it with Damian Lillard, despite Damian trying to control everything. So he ends up in South Beach. Miami loses out on this. Remember, this is a team that barely got into the playoffs. They lost the first game of the play-in tournament before eventually they were able to go on what was an incredible run and reach the NBA Finals. So now, if you thought that was a fluke, and you just banked on getting Damian Lillard, teaming him up with Jimmy Butler, now you don't have Dame. So is this a team that, dare I say, may even miss out on the postseason because of just how lucky you were to get in there? I mean, look, you don't have as much depth anymore. You get rid of Gabe Vincent. Who knows about the Tyler Hero experience after he got hurt and Tyler had to hear all offseason about how nobody, Portland didn't want him and they wanted to trade him. I don't know. Just interesting to see about what Miami's gonna what's gonna happen in South. This certainly has turned the tide in the Eastern Conference, very much so towards the Bucks. But Chef Chad asked on the text line, "Can the Hornets go get Holiday? What would it cost?" I wouldn't think at this point in his career, fourteen year vet, getting going into his fifteenth season, that he would want to come to a team on the rebuild. Yeah, you can't trade Miles Bridges, so that's one. If you wanted to get out from him, leaving for nothing, can't trade him. P.J. Washington, there was a fear you might not be able to trade him. You can't trade him for, I believe, six months after this contract. So you wouldn't be able to get him now. If you wanted to go after Drew Holiday, I don't know what he's making. I have to imagine it's a lot. It's big, big skrill. I think he might be in the 40s. So if you wanted to, maybe you could do some kind of, yeah, he's making 36 and $39 million the next two years. There's a player option that he'll opt into because of how old he is. Yeah. So it, I, don't, I don't know how I can make it make sense. It would be great to pair him alongside Lamelo. That would be that would be fun. That'd be a good backcourt. You think Holiday's overpaid though? I guess in terms of NBA time, but thirty. Based on the way we're talking, I think I value Holiday more than you. Based on the way we're talking, <laughs> I like Holiday. I think he's a really good player, but thirty thirty six mil, God. I mean, it's a it's a lot of money, but he's five times All Defense, two time All Star yeah. now. Uh, you know, a key, key part on that championship There's team. There's going to be a lot of contenders that are going to try to go out to him. I would think the Lakers will probably be at the top of the list trying to get him. 
Uh, text of Wolfpack Jane says Boston. I think Boston just got rid of cheap Drew Holiday with Marcus Smart going to Memphis. So I don't think they'd go after him again. You're paying a lot of money to Chris Stapps Porzingis. You know, Jason Tatum, you just paid literally the richest NBA contract to Jalen Brown. But now this move might tilt it. Like they might see this move that Milwaukee's made and like, hey, we gotta we have to tool up. I just think you would hold on to Marcus Smart, you know, if you if you wanted to save money. You you already you gave up Jalen Brown. I mean, you gave him the the biggest contract we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he'll go to Boston. I get why it makes sense, but yeah, that's uh, I just don't think that's going to happen. Uh, real quickly, Logo 704, they were talking about a really cool sneaker launching. How about the Coco Golf sneaker? Have yeah, you I got to check it out. I'm about to look at it right now. I saw when he sent that text in because uh, I know she's with Puma. So I definitely want to check out uh, what she's got. All right. So we'll look that up during the break. We'll give you all the Coco Golf sneaker conversation <laughs> on the other side of the break as well. 704 typed in. How about Gordon for Drew? I just, you know, it's an expiring contract. So maybe you could do that. Well, she's with New Balance. Um, Yeah. I mean, Gordon would be the one you'd have to match it somehow. That Any big contract like that, Gordon Hayward's going to be the first one to think of. Yep. The problem is, is now it's somewhat valuable to this team because it's going to free up $30 million in cap space once he's off of the books. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's interesting. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see. I don't I don't think there's really a, a, a easy path to get to trading for Drew Holiday, but we'll see what happens. That's the news. Damian Lillard, he is now a Milwaukee Buck. DeAndre Ayton goes from Phoenix to Portland, and Phoenix lands Yusuf Nurkic, Keon Johnson, not Keldon, but Keon Johnson, Nas Little as well as Grayson Allen. It's Wesson Walker breaking some big old NBA news because of what Fitty saw on Twitter. Time now to go back to Fitty with the last Fitty Flash of the day. Fitty. Check your midday... MLB scoreboard, Walker, <laughs> your White Sox, they're playing the Diamondbacks, a big series for Arizona who's trying to solidify themselves as a wild card team in the NL. It's tied 0-0 in the top of the third, and I think you were reading an article this morning where... Play spoiler, folks. They were ranked uh, the worst organization in baseball this year, and you and you read it as we... I saw that on the headline that there was an F- minus given to one of the baseball teams. Chicago just got an F, so they were a little bit oh. better than an F-. minus. Yeah, not not the worst failure in the major leagues, but certainly one of the more disappointing teams after trading everybody to get a talented group of players to maybe win a World Series. You don't even have a ton of postseason appearances or deep runs to show for it. And now it's, it's you know, Luis and Dylan Cease, and that's about it. Those are your foundational players. Mm. So, yeah, White Sox not looking all that great. Let's go to the last segment of the day. It's the walk-off coming up next. Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. (laughs) 
We went from breaking Damian Lillard news to insulting Cormac Ryan. <laughs> that was what our conversation led to during the break. It's Wesley Walker Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. I did see this on Twitter. Somebody brought back up an old Damian Lillard tweet where he was doing a Q&A with fans. He's, it's just one of those, hey, I'm bored, ask me anything type things. And in 2022, May of 2022... Somebody asked him, what is a current player that you would pick to help you make a deep run to the postseason or even the NBA Finals? Anybody in the NBA, who would you pick? He picked Giannis. Yeah, man. He got his wish now. They're going to be a oof, they're going to be a terrifying duo. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fascinating on all levels from every single one of these teams, to be honest with you. It just, you know, Milwaukee and, and Philadelphia are the two teams I keep going back to because each of those teams have stars that you don't want to give up on where Portland had Damian Lillard, but it was already time. You had the number three overall pick. You were going to roll with Scoot Henderson. You have shade and sharp in the backcourt. Damian clearly wanted out after some time. And so, okay, you're moving on. You're going to hit a rebuild. Philadelphia doesn't want to rebuild. Milwaukee doesn't want to rebuild. So how are each of those franchises handling having a big time star on their team? Milwaukee, while it might be risky, they're out here making moves. Philadelphia was, but man, they just can't get to the conference finals. They can't do it. And they damn sure can't get to the NBA finals with what they've been doing so far. Now James Harden isn't going to report to media day. James Harden is telling you that he's not going to play at all for any organization with Daryl Morey a part of it. Mm. So now you're having to rely on Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid is out here saying, I'll play with Philadelphia as long as they are determined to help us get to a championship, which is not a 100% vote of confidence in them. You could see Joel be on the move too. Wouldn't doubt it whatsoever. So man, this is, this is Milwaukee saying, you know what? There was one time where we decided not to bring back both Eric Bledsoe and Malcolm Brogdon because we didn't want to be in the luxury tax. And it was a flat out cheap move. And I blasted him for it because when you have a championship roster and they decided not to go into the luxury tax, despite having a contender, I mean, that was reprehensible. And so when they decided to, okay, now we will, we'll go after drew holiday. They made a move and some painful exits are there for sure, but they won a championship. Then they had another painful exit in the first round against Miami. And they said, all right, we can't just sit on our hands here. We got to go make another move. And so what do they do? Despite Damian Lillard, stomping, saying, I'm only going to Miami, not going anywhere else. Milwaukee stayed engaged, and they found a way to bring some help to Giannis. And I'm not even saying they're not going to feel the absence of Drew. They 100% are. But Damian Lillard is just flat out a better basketball player than Drew Holiday. They want to make a wild card type of splash, and that's what they did. They're showing an effort to make sure that Giannis feels comfortable within the city of Milwaukee, and I commend them for that. Yeah, and so... Yeah, I mean, I, I see your point with Giroux and, and things of that nature. I was going to ask you how many 40-point games from Lillard until they uh, forget about that. but I mean, no, they probably, no you're right. Holiday, oh, yeah. Yeah, Holiday is definitely capable of, of putting up numbers as well, but this is the thing you love about the NBA and the offseason, the trades and things that happen. Um, this, just like I said, is a shot in the arm. I didn't think the NBA was coming in nondescript as their season is set to begin in some weeks, but now this definitely adds a lot of intrigue to the season. This is what you want, the sports drama. Now the question is, can the Bucks seal the deal and win a championship? Well, and, and I don't want to get it twisted. Like I know, yeah, Damian Lillard is an MVP candidate. You make this trade. 
I, I totally get that. I'm just, you know, Drew Holiday is a crazy good defender in the backcourt. He makes it really hard on opposing point guards that allowed Giannis to just be a roamer and Brooke Lopez to be the anchor of that defense. I mean, think about it. Every single level, Wes, it was really tough to score on Milwaukee. Now it's not going to be as hard at the point of attack. But on the other side, you're right. Damian Lillard has the potential to go off for 40, and you need to take that chance if you had that opportunity to go get Damian Lillard. So I'm not mad at him. I'm, I'm commending him for it. But if we just want to break it down, they're going to miss him defensively. They're going to go down in defense this year. Offensively, half court, Damian Lillard is going to be able to bail him out yeah. because your star doesn't have any shooting gravity. He's never been able to figure it out. But that's fine when you can blow by everybody and get to the cup, and now you have somebody to kick out to that can shoot on the move, shoot, catch, just a catch and shoot opportunity, be able to pick and pick and roll between Dame and Giannis. Yes. Forget Ooh. about it. <laughs> that face. <laughs> that, I was people could mm. see that. That's a gross. I mean, what do you do? That's gross. Yeah. What do you do? Especially you talking about a guy that can shoot from 40 feet, like as a regular shot. And just pull up. Right. And then wave to you. Bye right. Bye as he hits <laughs> right. it. He's a baller, man. He's so yeah. much fun. Fitty, you are like a, a a big, huge Damian Lillard fan too, right? Haven't we shared some? Yeah, he was bumping the album uh, when he pulled up. That's right. Yeah, I mean, he's the second best <laughs> volume shooter in the league. So, he, I mean, he's he's fun to watch. Volume is has negative connotation to it as well. He, you can you can just even say second best shooter if you want. No, I mean, I think he, he's a volume shooter. He does it second best. I think the more important thing is this gives Milwaukee a reason to rest Giannis more often with the new uh, load management rules. You know, you'll they'll rest Giannis one night and Dame Lillard the next. Are you taking this opportunity to just right, bleep on I'm the product? Yeah, I'm trying to go it. to some NBA <laughs> analysis from you. And then next time when I kick it to you, you're going to be like, oh, I never get the microphone. It's because you want to take the opportunity to just bleep on the product. Well, now, dude, now he's in my conference. He's going he's gonna to torch my team's ass four times a year. He did say when we asked him about the trade, he said they got to go through New York first. Right. <laughs> he's one of a kind, man. <laughs> Fitty is one of a kind. Uh, I do. Coach Jeff is correct. That was a Fitty sagebrush moan from me. Yes. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> thinking about the Damian Lillard Giannis pick and roll. There are was, better things to moan about in the world, Walker. You're right. A what? Twelve dollar steak from Sagebrush <laughs> is one of them. It's twelve. <laughs> it was the peanuts. It was the bread. Uh, throw those shells on the ground. Yeah, you, I mean, you got to throw the peanuts. Not a bread. It's a bread that's worth, uh, you know. Last yeah. last thing before we end it today, before we get to some more sagebrush conversation, people are trying to make the Drew Holiday to Charlotte thing work. Usually it's kind of crazy to figure out what stars could come to Charlotte. This one makes more sense to me than other stars that could be had out there. You're going to have to get rid of a first-round pick. Yeah, what do you want a 15-year NBA vet for? Uh, to to say to do the same thing that Milwaukee's doing with Giannis, he'd be good for the locker room, and he'd be good for Lamelo, and he'd be good on the court. So yeah, I could see some some value there because I, I don't want to get into the mode of this making this, even though it is a young man's game. But you hear a lot of retired NBA players talk about how the NBA now is definitely not designed for vets to be able to hold on. So he would add some value to this team, especially guys that like to dance and rap. And Well, and he's only got that. two years left on his deal. Yeah. You know, so it's not like you're agreeing to something he, to put it in perspective. He might make it happen. Yeah. I, it, it's going to be hard. Plus, I don't know if Drew wants to come to Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see, but it's interesting to think about. That'll do it. Ended with a Woj bomb. Bomb! Here on Weston Walker. Bang! Keep it right here for Kyle Bailey and Ludwig Sports Radio. Radio 7 WFNZ. <laughs>